What is up, chatbots and digital marketing podcast listeners? This is Carl Shooker, and you are on episode number 15. Just keep pumping these things out. We're going to continue to bring you great guests and interviews on marketing subjects. And in fact, today I've got a good friend. Uh, his name is Josh Marston, and he is a he's a phenom when it comes to digital marketing. He literally is doing over $300,000 a month in ad spend just on Facebook. And just a little bit of a background about Josh. He started in early 2013 after receiving an ultimatum from an employer to change his schedule to uh, because of his son. And he's a single father, and he had to make all of these arrangements, which was pretty tough for him. So he learned from most, you know, some of the most uh, well-known uh, marketers today, names like Digital Marketer, uh, Ryan Dice, uh, and the Digital Marketer team, Ryan uh, Levesque, uh, Todd Brown, Dan Kennedy, per Perry Marshall, uh, Keith Krantz, uh, Josh Horning, and many others. And he, like I said, he manages over $300,000 per month in Facebook ad spend uh, for all of his clients. And uh, they've literally produced multiple seven figures in sales with Facebook ad traffic. And Josh really specializes in e-commerce ads specifically. He does other things as well, but I would like to say that his core business comes from e-commerce and ad spends uh, on different traffic channels. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off back over to myself and to the interview. See you over there. What is up, chatbots and digital marketing podcast listeners? This is Carl Schickert, and I'm back with my good friend, Josh Marcin, who is a, a really an awesome agency owner. He uh, has ran his agency since 2013. He's helping, he's been mainly focusing on e-commerce uh, businesses and helping them scale their businesses and their uh, marketing performance through advertising, email, SMS, and now Facebook Messenger. So Josh, what's up, buddy? Hey, not much, Carl. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Of course, man. I've, I've always done your stuff. I think it was finally time you could come on to, to our show. Totally. I mean, I got to return the favor, you know, I mean, but yeah, I know I'm very, uh, you know, very blessed and thankful that you've you know, decided to bring me on board. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and uh, dig into it a little bit here. Uh, I've got a few questions for you. Some of these things might be a little deep, I guess, but I like to try to dig a little bit. Uh, is that all? Is that cool? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, seriously. You know, ask, ask away. You know, no question is off the table. <laughs> Unless Perfect. it's about Avengers Endgame, because you know we don't want to reveal any secrets there. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers, because we're uh, recording this like literally the day after uh, it came out. So, uh, yep. typical. Typically, I like to ask a few different questions. Uh, one of them I like to start off with because I think success leaves clues. You guys have probably heard that before. Our listeners have heard that before. Uh, but there's usually somewhere where success actually starts to happen, and um, some people I've interviewed too, which is crazy. They've had success like right away, which is always surprising, um, but not for me. Uh, but for you, Josh, where was uh, some turning points in your life that kind of changed things? And it could even be personal and it could be business, it could be how they relate to each other. Uh, yep. Yeah, just let us know. Yeah, yeah um, well, you know, that's, that's a very, first off, a very deep question, you know. Um, you know, I I would say that, um, I mean, 
this goes way, 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 way back, way back. But when I was uh, 19, I, I had basically kind of flunked out of school. I wasn't taking college seriously. And um, yeah, I was making a lot of mistakes in my life at that point in time. And, and then I decided that I was going to go in the military to kind of get myself back on track, basically, because growing up, I was always an honor student. You know, I always, you know, did what really well in school. Um, so I had it, but I wasn't using it. And, and I knew that too, because it just because I believed in myself. And plus I had people in my corner that also believed in me. So I went in the military, you know, and that was probably like a, a catalyst. Cause that was definitely like the first domino that set a chain reaction afterwards. Um, I went in the military, you know, went through uh, basic and AIT in Georgia and Alabama. Uh, became a FAA certified air traffic controller. And then uh, I came back to Arizona because I was an Arizona National Guard, you know, serviceman. And um, I went back to school. And again, that was like the chain reaction. So I went back to school, you know, finished my bachelor's degree um, and also did really, really well in corporate America at the time and was able to uh, get up to uh, number 16 in the company. And this is like a Fortune 500 company with thousands of employees. And I was a manager, you know, at the time. Um, I was able to, you know, be the uh, the top uh, enrollment manager at uh, this was University of Phoenix back in uh, 2010. And um, and then a few years later, you know, I finished my MBA even, and I started my business. So that's why I mentioned that because it really was like that first domino that set that entire chain reaction of successes you know i mean the, the the you know the standards there were obviously evolving because when you're working for the man you know the standard is a little lower <laughs> to be quite honest overall right because like you and i we kind of laugh now at like six figures big deal right um and i and i i seriously think it's not that big of a deal and um but then you know as you become a business owner and you're around like yourself and i'm around you know all these other you know, high level achievers that are just like pushing the envelope and are you know raising the bar for, for you as an entrepreneur, as a person, you know, you, you want to like push harder and, and, and get to a higher mountaintop basically. And, but that was definitely the first domino because at that point in my life, you know, I, again, I was making mistakes. I wasn't taking life seriously, you know, and I had the potential, I had everything, you know, inside of me to do what I could do, but I wasn't doing it. And so, you know, that really kind of set that first domino off and the rest is history. So what was affecting you, you think, at that time, like your surroundings or just personal motivations, uh, not not knowing what's what they're what you are capable of? What do you think was some of the things that, you know, were keeping you at that point from making the decision? Because the way I see you is like a very systematized, you know, systematized person. Um, more of a scholar too, because I mean, you went back and, and got your master's degree um, and also tons of certifications, pretty much excelled at every single level. Um, but at that point before then, um, what was it that, you know, was it life? Like, was there things going on? Was it just surroundings? What do you think it was that was keeping you from, you know, achieving higher peaks and, and, and knowing what's available to you, you know, seeking the knowledge? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think that for for one, I, I wasn't, I didn't have that motivation that I needed at the time. Um, you know, I, I wasn't happy working in menial positions that weren't challenging me. 
Um, I also was around, you know, friends that I would party a lot with, and I, I never got into drugs and stuff like that. But uh, but I, I used to like, you know, drink alcohol and beer and things like that. And um, and, and and then on top of that too, I was kind of going through like a little bit of a heartbreak at the time because uh, I had, you know, my first serious girlfriend right before that. We broke up maybe I think six to nine months before I went in the military. Um, and and then, you know, my family life too, you know, with my parents, for example, it wasn't exactly, you know, wasn't really like consistent. You know, I, I had some... Uh, some difficulties with my mom and my stepdad. Um, and then I had like almost no relationship with my dad, you know, so, th so there's just a lot of, I think factors there that kind of played into that, that whole, you know, a uh, soup that I was like waiting in basically at the time that caused me not to really apply myself and really get focused and really like, you know, work towards my potential. Okay. So enough about that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll continue. <laughs> I'll go into the, get into some more interesting stuff here. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always good to kind of talk about some of these things because we are, we are human, you know, we're, right. you know, humanly flawed in, in ways and we are products of our society and our surroundings. So uh, totally. we all have different upbringings, but you know, since then you've had a lot of success, you know, you probably learned, you know, how to systematize yourself really well from the military um, or maybe you're kind of wired that way always. Um, but, um, what what happened later on in life like you know obviously working for corporate i've been there done that before too and um you know there, it's definitely a different environment but from transitioning from working for the man and then working for the man yourself <laughs> and uh you know was there some mentors was there did you get some flash of like opportunity like uh i don't know some flashes of like uh opportunity that happened or successes or something that happened you know, you tried a couple of different things and you were like, wow, I can actually do this, had some personal successes and then started to uh, build your business from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of different things, you know, uh, since starting my business that I think happened that's uh, allowed me to evolve or have success. Um, and, you know, and I'm very grateful for like every single little thing and big thing that's happened along the way. You know, it could be simply being a freelancer, getting, you know, work for the first time in my life, you know, making money on my own for the first time in my life. Besides when I was like, I think I was like 10 or nine when I used to rent Nintendo games that were borrowed from other people. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's another story. Um, you know, and then being around, you know, um, that's an early entrepreneurship. Very, very early. Yeah, very early. And it uh, got me in a lot of trouble too. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, you know, digital marketer has been integral, you know, to, uh, you know, the success that I've had up, up to this point. You know, that was another domino back in like 2014 that kind of set a chain reaction in my entrepreneur journey. And then um, also, you know, being around, you know, different people that had that introduced me to other people that uh, allowed me to be around, you know, very high achieving, you know, um, you know, entrepreneurs that were very, very successful that I could really draw some wisdom and some experience and some knowledge from, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, again, be, you know, tied to digital marketers somewhat early in their journey, you know, as, before they really exploded. And then also I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough to be introduced to 
baby bathwater, you know, institute, you know, somewhat early for them uh, back in, I think, 2016, 17. And, um, and then also I was able to, you know, have Ryan Levesque as a mentor for a year, which I was very fortunate to have as well. And I learned a lot from him and there's still more I could learn from him. He's a very smart guy. And, you know, and then there was just other people like along the way that I would meet, whether it's through my old podcast or whether, cause you know, build your utopia. It's on, it's on iTunes. We, we have a hundred episodes we published. Um, or, you know, just going to different events, you know, and just um, building relationships with different people and just learning along the way. Um, you know, all of that just really kind of contributed to all the success that I've had at this point. And, and honestly, when I say that, I don't even feel like I've had enough success yet. I still feel like there's more. Um, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not satisfied because it's just it's hard for me to be satisfied with little wins along the way. Um, but the wins that I have had up to up to this point, you know, I attribute it to all the you know fortunate circumstances and experiences, and and the people that have been so um, so giving, you know, along the way that I've been you know blessed to to have met over the past six plus years. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you're definitely you know having some success, but maybe haven't quite peaked yet, you know, and that's a good thing. Um, but, um, you've managed, you manage over $300,000 a month in monthly ad spend. You know, you've built a successful agency there in, um, you're in Phoenix area, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and that's a pretty heavily competitive world down there as well. Um, but you yep. know, you're, you know, it's, we're in a global business, so you can manage someone that's in India or, uh, <laughs> you know, across the, across the world. Uh, you, you know, you could help people with that. And then also just, you know, really yep. niche. You know, you've niched down into e-commerce, which there's a, a huge need for advertising mm -hmm. help in that world because most people in e-commerce don't know how to run ads. Uh, right. They know how to run their business and they think that because they open their door, that business is going to come. But right. you know, that, you're the missing link for a lot of people. You know, it's definitely someone I would recommend to, uh, uh, you know, and help your business any way that I can. Um, also, Thank too. You what uh what top advice okay this is a good question i always like to ask this one because um it really i think kind of helps people think about really think about this and it, it's really just to really make the podcast effective too it's, it's to help people help our audience uh what's the top advice you want to give our audience what's the the number one piece of advice maybe you've ever been given that you think would be helpful for other people um you know what so I think the, the best advice, if there's just one thing that I can share that would really impact, you know, your, your audience, your viewers, your listeners is everything that happens day to day, success, failure comes right back to the mental game. And so you really have to focus on mentally being ready and also being poised when the adversity and the challenges and the stress happens, because it's going to happen. I think that that's key to be able to, you know, have any level of success or and, and to really have a massive level of success. You know, you've really got to play that mental game every single day because, you know, you've got to be on top of yourself and your own performance and how you are as a leader with your company, how you are, you know, as a uh, as an entrepreneur, as you, you know, lead with the vision, you know, you lead with the projects and initiatives and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, you really got to play the mental game well um, because, you know, stress is going to happen. Challenges are going to happen. You're going to fail. You're, you're going to fall flat on your face at times. 
and you just got to keep going, you know, and, 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 and the thing is, is that when, you know, you're stressed on the, during those moments, you know, you can soak a little bit, you can get down a little bit, but when you do that, you lose progress, you know, you lose productivity, you, you lose something when that happens, right? And so that's why I say the mental game, because when that happens, you have to constantly tell yourself, everything's going to be okay, everything's going to work, and you got to keep moving forward, you know, and not let yourself get down during those moments when the stress happens. Um, and, and I'm sure you can resonate with this too, as an entrepreneur, stress happens, right? I mean, we, we have stressful days, we have stressful moments, um, we just got to stay on top of ourselves first and then the rest falls into place. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. I like that as a, a lot because, well, it has to do a lot with, I think, uh, building yourself a little bit. Um, your, I mean, the mental game, that's your, your first person really brought that up and it's such a, it's such a good one to bring up because we can kind of go down the rabbit hole a little bit on this one because, you know, Josh, what do you do to set yourself up for success mentally? Like where this is mental strength and stability. Like there's, you've got to have some sort of ritual or something you do on a daily basis, you know, to get to that point. You sure, do anything? sure. Um, I do, you know, um, especially this year. Um, in previous years, I wasn't quite as like consistent and anal, so to speak, with my morning routine. Um, in previous years, um, you know, there were I would jog every like maybe a few times a week in the morning, but it wasn't every morning. And, you know, there would be mornings where I would wake up, you know, an hour and a half before I start work and, you know, I would get myself ready, take a shower, eat breakfast, et cetera. But now in 2019, what I've been doing is I've been waking up, uh, I either jog or, and or I should say, and or I do a hundred pushups, a hundred uh, sit-ups and a hundred like air squats. And then I also uh, meditate for eh, five, 10 minutes at the most uh, using the Breathe app. Um, Chandler Bolt gave me that idea, so thank you, Chandler. And, um, and then, you know, then I dive into my day. And then on top of that, I've also scheduled kind of my day, I've controlled my schedule a little bit more th this year where I don't start my day like officially until 9 a.m. I mean, I'm, I'm working sometimes before 9 a.m but I don't feel that pressure, that rush to like get going early. So that stress isn't quite there this year, which is great. Um, so I, so those things have kind of gone into, and then on top of that, you know, I go to the gym, um, you know, twice a week, do some sort of weightlifting activity. It's right now it's like, it's, it's CrossFit. I'm doing CrossFit workouts basically. Um, and I also, you know, jog or hike, um, whether it's in the morning, a uh, few times a week uh, with or without my son or on the weekends, you know, by myself, you maybe I go on a motorcycle ride and I go somewhere where I can cool off and I go jog for a few hours, whatever. Um, and then, you know, and then I try to do, do like, you know, yoga like once a, a week as well. So all, you know, just that it's just taking care of you, I guess is what I'm getting at. That's what I do. So I, I think that if you take care of you from a physical standpoint, from a diet standpoint, from a mental standpoint, then, you know, then it poises me to be able to, you know, overcome whatever stresses or challenges happen when they do happen. Awesome. I like it. So get like do physical work, uh, which helps, you know, like you said, meditation, breathing, uh, daily activity of, of working out. Now you have a, a, a habit every day of doing 100 sit ups, 100 push ups. So if you don't do it one day, you kind of break that chain a little bit. And right. it messes, 
physically, but at the same time, when you do it, you feel more mentally focused throughout the day. You don't feel as stressed and you get right. more done. So right. phenomenal, right. phenomenal advice. I think if anybody out of this call just tried this in their life for like one week or two weeks, they probably would see some, you know, they would notice some changes. Oh yeah, um, totally. So what projects are you currently working on? Um, you know, uh, well, quite a bit. I mean, you know, we have our clientele, obviously that's our number one priority is uh, helping our clients continue to scale and grow. Um, number two, you know, we're just uh, really dialing in our, our marketing and our operations, you know, this way we can continue to scale throughout the year because we want to get to a specific, you know, uh, goal uh, this year. And, um, and then besides that, you know, um, we're, you know, trying to expand our offers slowly but surely and also diversify our revenue slowly but surely, um, which, which means that, you know, at some point, you know, I do want to roll out some sort of like um, digital kind of uh, course or, or membership program. I'm still in the midst of putting what that is together. Uh, they can really serve uh, some of the audience that we have because we have a significant amount of our audience that just aren't qualified to work with us. Um, but at the same time, we could provide a lot of value and impact to them to help them achieve their goals with, with where they're at in their businesses. And, and then on top of that, you know, um, I, I have some e-commerce businesses that uh, you know, I've either launched or I'm in the midst of launching that I want to you know, really get behind so this way we can get some success with those businesses and start to create some passive revenue coming in to add to the agency so we can grow the agency a little bit more aggressively with more expendable revenue basically. And then um, I also have potentially, uh, this is completely in left field and you know we just gotta see where it goes, but I potentially have a SaaS that could be starting up at some point this year. Um, I'm finalizing the business plan right now with some partners and then, you know, we're then going to go pitch it and we're going to you know, see if we can develop it. And, but this, you know, this wouldn't really this is a very long term play. This isn't a short term play. I'm not going to like see any revenue from it for quite some time. But we have like a really good, really good project there. Really good idea. Really good, um, you know, roadmap of, how, of where we're going to see it go in the future. Um, and so that's exciting as well. So I've got all those things happening right now. Cool entrepreneurship gotta love it <laughs> yeah you know the thing is is that you know you got to stay focused on your primary mission you know you can't be you, you you have to be very careful with your energy and your attention and you know your time and you know all that stuff and 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 so like my agency is like number one hands down you know and 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 i you know constantly have to kind of stay on top of that and discipline myself to say that's it you know this is number one um however you know to, once I add additional operational elements and, you know, processes and things like that, you know, then I can start to free up my time a little bit more and then I can get to a point where I could put more time and effort into some of these side things that are kind of developing slowly but surely. Yeah, I don't remember who said it, but um, he was talking about there was a, an entrepreneur saying that you can only work inside of your business for so long, like you pretty much hit ceilings and you can only go so far. Um, you got to take yourself out of your business at some point when it's hitting, you know, good success. And then you just have an operations manager or someone that uh, you trust that can operate the business from within and you step out and do other things. So yeah, I think yeah. that's where you're at. Um, are you using chatbots in your business? I mean, I know you probably are for clients. Um, you know, what, uh, how yep. are you using chatbots? 
Well, you know, quite a bit. As you know, you know, I've been around chatbots for two years or more now, I think. And um, and so we have we have various different bots uh, built out supporting our business um, where, you know, whether it's customer service bots, whether it's uh, bots that sell my book, you know, um, right here, you know, digitally or physically. And uh, it's 100 percent integrated with our Infusionsoft CRM and also with our fulfillment company that we've uh, set up a relationship with that fulfills on it. You know, we've got uh, a complex bot that uh, drives people to our case study that where we did over 1500% ROI using Facebook ads in the first six months with one of our seven figure e-commerce clients selling supplements. Um, you know, so we, we, we have a pretty extensive, I would say, bot, you know, build in our business. And then as far as for clients, so, you know, advertising is really our core, you know, service that we really sell. But we do have like the talent, the skill, the experience, the processes to do bots, to do funnels and, you know, all that good stuff. But that stuff is much more custom, as you know. So it's, you know, we don't do a lot of those. We do, we try to minimize it to one to two of those types of projects each month. Um, because it just it takes a lot of bandwidth and there's a lot of reviews and I, I just want to make sure that whatever we do we're always delivering top-notch quality performance and of course ROI you know for our clients and so I'm very careful with how much of that we do um, but you know we, we've done quite a bit like for example like um, Joe Polish you know he was a client of ours uh, for about 12 months and um, we did a great job, you know, reducing his cost per application versus the previous year for his uh, Genius Network annual event. I think we reduced it by like two or three times the cost that they were looking at before when they had a different agency. And we also helped them uh, build out an application bot that uh, was 100% integrated with Infusionsoft, asked questions in the application process. And some of these questions, like you couldn't, um, like you had to do it very cleverly because because it was more than three multiple choices, for example, and we had a limitation where we couldn't do more than three like options in the answers. So we really had to kind of figure that out. I had to figure this out, and um, and I was able to figure it out and you know use Zapier and also use Infusionsoft to be able to run this bot and then you know pull people into you know Infusionsoft and then get them into you know, basically, you know, their sales process when they get applications so they can take those, you know, applications and they can move them into the qualified, not qualified, and then of course move them through the sales process after that. So nice. Nice. So yeah. you built uh, the Genius Networks uh, pre-qualification sales bot for their Genius Network event. That's that's pretty phenomenal to put, you know, on your resume right there. I think uh, most people know who Joe uh, Posh is and a phenomenal guy and he runs like a hundred thousand dollar mastermind too so he's one of the you that has one of the high ticket masterminds like that yeah so cool. no, he's a stand-up guy he's an awesome guy yeah i've uh, i've never really met him um i, I shared an elevator with him once <laughs> so, <laughs> I that. Uh, that, that was about the extent of it but uh his, his event looks phenomenal i've always wanted to check yeah. it out i know a lot of people that go to his event so i know yeah. it's uh, i highly recommend it it's um you know, I've been to a decent amount of those types of events, and you know, the thing is about the Genius Network annual event, and 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 I, I've never, I'm not in Genius Network. I don't know exactly how that experience is. I just know from them as a client. Um, but their annual event I, I went to last year. I mean, it blew me away with um, 
just how they're tying in like the greater purpose to each person's entrepreneur journey. You know, the greater purpose in impacting others, you know, um, and, and not, I haven't experienced that with other events or groups where they're really striving to create like positive change in the world and really help people, but also mm -hmm. do it in a way where you're not killing yourself in the process, in the journey to get there. Like, um, you know, Joe is all about the elf business, which is, you know, easy, lucrative and fun as he puts it. Um, and, and, and truly like he exudes that, you know, um, in, in, in his entire experience, like everybody at the annual events, um, you know, there was moments where you, you could see how they were talking to people one-on-one -on -one in front of everybody else. And they were talking about, you know, how to really uh, manage life while you're also working in your business to achieve your entrepreneur goals. And, and, and that balance, you know, when you go to mastermind events or business events, nobody really talks about balance. You know, nobody cares about that. All they care about is hustle, hustle, hustle. Let's make, you know, let's make a big impact in the world or let's make a lot of money, but they don't focus on that person, you know? And, um, and, I, and I did get that sense from their annual event that they really do focus on each like Genius Network member to help them have that balance, you know, have like, you know, be happy while they're also achieving like their entrepreneur goals. And also they're looking at the big picture of how they can really impact the world in general and, and do it as a group, you know, or individually. So it, it was pretty, you know, the, I, the, I really was impressed with just the, uh, the unique culture of Genius Network. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems like a special thing for sure. And um, I like that idea of finding, you know, your your movement, I guess, in a sense. You know, every company yeah. has a big mission, big mission statement, and everybody's moving towards, you know, being greener and uh, recycling and stuff like that. And so, you know, how is your product helping the world, not harming the world nowadays? That's that's becoming the profit model. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love the idea too. I think it's I think it's a better way to, you know, to treat our earth anyway. Um, yeah. Being that Earth Day was just like last week. Um, <laughs> Plus, you're in beautiful Tahoe, man. <laughs> I'm in beautiful Tahoe. We need to keep this lake, you know, and and keep it uh, keep it as blue as possible, and keep our forest green, keep oxygen in the air, and <laughs> and not kill our um, you know our uh, ozone layers and stuff. So right. so awesome, Josh. I appreciate you so much, man, uh, for coming on. I think you really shared some great stuff. Uh, we went over a lot. Uh, it's a lot of stuff for people to think about. Um, there's a lot of good things where I think, you know, people, you know, having a daily routine and, um, you know, I think that's what resonated with me the most because, uh, one, I just, start, I just got done reading the book, Atomic Habits, and, um, it's all about like starting habits, even at 1% and how the 1% can change tra tra trajectory, uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, in a massive flow. And so, uh, nice. I'm, I'm two months into it myself of like literally just having a routine every single morning and it's been life changing and I think it would be for other people. So I know you're, you know, you're doing it and uh, you're pushing yourself. Uh, but at the same time, you're probably a lot less stressful. I know for me, I am I know. cool, calm and collective. So, but I appreciate yeah. you coming on the call and uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up and I'm going to push this back to myself for the ending uh, show. All right, folks, this concludes episode number 15 of Chatbots and Digital Marketing Podcast. 
I'm excited, guys. I'm going to keep pumping these out. We have more interviews scheduled out. So uh, make sure you take a minute and you pound wherever you're finding us from. Either find us on YouTube, uh, you're finding us on Facebook, uh, you're finding us on our Medium blog. Um, wherever you're finding us, maybe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on nine of the top podcasting platforms. Wherever you're finding us, make sure to share the love if you're digging this. Uh, birds of a feather do flock together, so there's a good chance that you uh, are friends with other marketers. So feel free to share this uh, anytime. I'm going to be thinking of some other ways to gamify this so it's fun for all of us. Uh, and also we can get some free gear. Um, if you like that idea, wherever you find us, just chat somewhere and say, I like that idea, Carl. Um, I also do want to mention that we are sponsored by my company called SegmateApp.com. We actually just published our brand new website, so I'd, I would say go over there and check it out. Uh, we spent literally the last six months building it, uh, but now it's finally live, and now we're going to continue to add things to it. It's like native uh, integrations and integrations tabs and success stories and all of that fun stuff is gonna to continue to build from here on out. Guys, this is Carl Schuchert. Uh, I appreciate you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon on the very next one. Take care.